It is another Saturday in CCO Land for a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Good morning, Jack. Hi there, Denny. How are you this morning? I'm doing quite well getting my puffy jacket out. It looks like it looks like winter actually will return. I think so, and that's what I decided we would chat about today. Uh, when the weather gets nippy, you, you sort of crave um, earth foods, if you will, a real down-to-earth home cooking type of thing, and, uh, you know, stews, soups, things like that, uh, that warm the soul as well as the body. And I thought I would just talk about how the wines go with those. For example, Pinot Noir... Uh, it goes with anything with an earthy flavor, root vegetables, mushrooms, etc. It's particularly good, in my opinion, because of that earthy flavor with uh, salmon that's cooked on the cedar plank. If you cook salmon out on a grill and you happen to use a cedar plank that you wet and set on the grill, uh, Pinot Noir goes just beautifully with that kind of salmon. Then there's this big Chardonnays that are very oaky and buttery. Any kind of fatty fish would be perfect. And a rich cream sauce. For example, one of my favorite things to have with a big creamy Chardonnay is chicken in the cream mustard sauce. Uh, that's right. Cream and mustard mixed together. That whole grain mustard from Dijon mixed with some cream. and uh, That's right. Cream and mustard mixed together. That whole grain mustard from Dijon mixed with some cream, and poured over roasted chicken is absolutely marvelous. Another thing that we overlook all the time is champagne. Champagne goes with anything that's sort of salty. It also happens to be a very good wine to have with your meal. Right through the meal, it goes with almost everything. Uh, If you want to try an interesting experiment, take a glass of good sparkling wine. Maybe it isn't champagne and have a potato chip with it. You'll see it's a marriage made in heaven. That's why champagne really makes such a good aperitif if you're having a party and a dinner party you serve champagne when the people arrive with those salty hors d'oeuvres. Now, Cabernet Sauvignon really calls for a juicy red meat like lamb or beef. Uh, The marriage was just made in heaven. You know, in Bordeaux, France, they graze the lambs on the salt flats in the Madoc. And that lamb that's grazed on those salt flats is so delicious with any uh, Bordeaux. And Bordeaux is just Cabernet Sauvignon blended, uh, sometimes with Merlot, sometimes with Cabernet Franc. Anyhow, Sauvignon Blanc sort of cries for anything with citrus in it. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc when you have a sauce that's very citrusy, if you're having lemon shrimp or something like that, try a Sauvignon Blanc with it. The marriage, you'll find, goes very, very well. And here's an interesting thing. With a real dry rosé, almost any cheesy food goes extraordinarily well. It's like a marriage made in heaven, just very well together. If you're having light seafood, uh, maybe a Pinot Grigio from Italy would be just the perfect wine to have. And, of course, we hear me year-round say again and again, if you're having something sweet and spicy like barbecue sauce, nothing is better than Argentinian Malbec. It just is made to go with that sweet, spicy red sauce. Marriage, again, made in heaven. Uh, If you're having something for dessert, a fruit dessert, for example, 
Why not try a Moscato d'Asti from Italy? Sweet, delicious, and a real compliment to the fruit stuff. When you're having spicy stews, I happen to like Syrah with that. It's a big, bold wine, and those stews are generally big and bold. And Syrah is the principal grape type of the Rhone Valley. Uh, The Grenache and the Syrah are used on everything, and uh, little Cote de Rhone's are real bargains. And they go so well with any spicy stew type of thing. You can buy a, a really good little Cote de Rhone for 10 or $12 a bottle. It'll please the most jaded palate. Then there's Gullner Veltner, which is the principal grape type of the Austro- Austrian Empire. And Gullner Veltner is a real dry wine, and it goes with any kind of fresh herbs at all. So if you're having something a vegetarian with uh, a lot of sage and uh, maybe basil and uh, those kind of spices, put a Gardner Veltner alongside it. You won't be disappointed. And, of course, the wine that I feel like crying in the wilderness about is Riesling. Dry Riesling goes just marvelously with any kind of smoked fish. If you're having smoked trout or smoked pork, or even any Pan-Asian food, a good dry Riesling from Germany or even a Riesling from California can be just the ticket. And like I say, if you want to try something really good together, try a smoked pork chop with a dry Riesling, nice and chilled, just delicious. Zinfandel, I think, goes very well with stews, much like Syrah. And it also is another perfect match when you have that... uh, uh, Zinfandel with uh, liver pate just goes really, really well together. So nice. And, you know, there's another adage on these things. Old world wines have old world dishes. And that's sort of true. If you have a Chianti very often, uh, it just goes so extraordinarily well with Italian food. Uh, The marriage is made in heaven. and burgundy and chicken, as I, we said earlier with that Pinot Noir. That, that's a very common dish to have in burgundy is cocavan. And burgundy goes very well with cocavan, which is nothing more than an old rooster that's stewed up in a bottle of wine to tenderize it and put in some vegetables, etc., and you end up with a pretty good dish. But uh, pairing old world wines with old world dishes is a good way to ensure that everything will go well together. And the same thing is New World dishes. You know, very often when you travel to the vineyards of the world, like I've been fortunate enough to do, the vineyards take you to their favorite restaurant, which makes something that just happens to go very, very well with the vineyards' wine. Uh, coincidence? Not on your life. They plan those sort of things uh, to show you how well the wine marries with particular food. And that's the fun, in my opinion, of trying wines uh, with foods and all, is pairing them up. You'll be surprised at how many new friends you're going to make in the wine world uh, when you try these new wines. If you're a constant uh, drinker of, say, Cabernet Sauvignon, branch out a little bit. Try a Syrah or a Merlot or a Zinfandel. Uh, If you have it with the right food, you're really not going to be very disappointed in it. Believe me, you know, it's kind of fun to try different world 
wines from all over the world. You know, we're so fortunate in the United States. We get really good wines, top quality wines, from every wine producing area in the entire world. Uh, and, you know, when you can marry these things uh, with the, the right wine, with the right food, uh, you look like a, a, a culinary genius, but it doesn't take a culinary genius. For example, with pasta, now again here, I had a good friend who had a pizza parlor, and he sent over 10 different wines, or 10 different pizzas. Well, you know what? We had to have 10 different wines with them. They were so different. You know, one had ham and pineapple on it, and the other one, and so it was fun to do. But frankly, one type of wine, a Chianti, would have gone pretty well with those pizzas with all of them. And that's what you have to look for. You haven't got the luxury of taking 10 pizzas and marrying them with 10 wine. Although I must say that that was a very fun, enjoyable evening to pair those wines with the 10 different pizzas because they were vastly different uh, in their composition. You know, when you have an all-white pizza, which is all cheese pretty much, and then you have another a pizza that has a very spicy sausage. Uh, the difference in the pizza calls for a difference in the wine. But as I said, if you don't have that luxury, a good Chianti uh, can uh, cure a lot of ills. Uh, in fact, I'm always amazed at how uh, reasonable Chiantis are and how available they are. It's pretty hard to find a bad bottle. Uh, another dish that's sort of fun to pair wine with is mac and cheese. And, of course, everybody who has little kids has a lot of mac and cheese once in a while. And uh, believe me, with a good bottle of wine, that mac and cheese can be elevated to a really elegant meal. Another one of my favorites is French onion soup. I used the Lahal recipe of French onion soup. And Lahal was the market in Paris. And... At 4 o'clock in the morning, they were setting up the market, and, of course, everybody needed something to eat, and they needed something substantial. The markets were cold and damp, and it was early in the morning before the sun even got up. So they would have a French onion soup, and they put on the top of it a crust of bread, and then they would melt it, uh, a cheese on the top of it. I happen to use Jarlsberg cheese rather than French Gruyere. The French recipe from La Halle calls for Gruyere. Try it with Jarlsberg. I think you'll like it a little better than the Gruyere. But what a delicious and yet simple dish it is. It's French onion soup with a crust of bread floated on the top, and then they melt some cheese on top of that. Well, that's a real stick-to-your-rib delicious thing. And when it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you're cold in the market, this is the perfect cure for it. And a good wine to have with that would be a little Pinot Noir. A light, delicate Pinot Noir would go very well with that light French onion soup, even though it's very hearty. And then another thing, are, we have so many dishes that are potato bases. Uh, where uh, You can't go wrong when you're putting a wine together with a potato base like that. Any light red like a Beaujolais, would be absolutely perfect. A Beaujolais uses the Gamay grape as its principal grape type, and it goes with any kind of uh, cheesy casserole. <clears throat> Pardon me. One of the other things we talked about it, uh, just a minute ago was stews. And I don't care whether you've got chicken stew or venison stew, beef, lamb, hamburger stew, whatever. 
stews are really, in my opinion, a great way to determine who's a good cook and who isn't. Anybody who can really make a delicious stew, in my opinion, is a really good cook. Those winter root vegetables in there and all that, just terrific. And there's so many wines that go so well with these hearty dishes. You want hearty wines. And that's how we started this out, talking about hearty wine. And besides... Uh, French onion soup. You have other winter soups that are delicious. Any kind of root vegetable soup. Uh, I had a rutabaga soup over the holidays I thought was absolutely delicious. Black bean soup is really good. I can remember I was introduced to that, and of all places, El Cavento in San Juan. And uh, I found out that Elizabeth Taylor would send uh, for uh, El Cavendo's black bean soup and have it delivered to California. Uh, it was her favorite. And at one taste, it became my favorite, too. That black bean soup was absolutely delicious. And with that, surprisingly, I had a white wine. And I thought it went very, very well with that black bean soup. Another thing in our part of the world, wild rice soup. It's hard to beat. Just a delicious uh, and you can use chicken or beef wild rice soup. Uh, the wild rice is really uh, a wonderful treat in Minnesota, and we are fortunate we could have access to plenty of it. So making a wild rice soup is a real good adventuresome thing to do in the winter when it's chilly outside. Uh, Another thing is squash soup. Everybody has probably a recipe for a favorite squash soup. You know, the next time, hollow out the squash or the pumpkin and put the soup in it. It's a very classy way to serve that soup. And believe me, when a soup is presented like that, when it looks good, it's going to taste good. The French have a saying that you first feast with the eyes and then you feast with your stomach and mouth. And that is really what you do when you've got a pumpkin full of squash soup. It looks beautiful, and believe me, because it looks so nice, it's going to taste great, too. Something simple like meatballs and spaghetti is another great comfort dish for these snappy winter days. And again, you can have an Italian food with it. We have one called amicone, which is a poor man's amarone. And I think really with meatballs, uh, it goes just perfectly Amicone, A-M-I-C-O-N-E. It really is terrific. So I think whether you're going to have Swedish meatballs or meatballs and spaghetti, they're all hearty, wonderful dishes that go particularly well with different wines. And when you combine them, whether you're buying an inexpensive red wine from Portugal, a Rioja from Spain, or the Amarone, Amicone from Italy that I just suggested, it'll go so well with any of these hearty dishes that I've recommended, especially now that the thermometer is dropping, uh, when you really want uh, not only hearty food, but you want hearty wines to accompany it, you can elevate an old favorite recipe with a new wine. Don't forget that. That's an easy thing to do. Absolutely, and you're going to get a lot of help from Annie Haskell's folks. You know, Denny, the folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine. They love to pair wine, and they're bloody well good at it, let me tell you. They just stop in, tell them what you're going to have, and they'll help you pick a wine 
But while they can't help you cook the meal, they can help you make sure that the meal is a smashing success. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington. There's a Haskell's in Excelsior. In Faribault, we're right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world. We have free parking on Saturday and Sunday in downtown Minneapolis. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Haskell's in Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. And you might be pleased to know that today we're tasting the wines from Bear's Lair from California. It's ten they're available to taste from uh, in the afternoon from 1 to 3 o'clock. And it's Chardonnay, Cabernet, and Pinot Noir from Bear's Lair. Come in and try them. Absolutely, and a great day for that. Jack, let's talk next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. From Bear's Lair. Come in and try them. Absolutely, and a great day for that. Jack, let's talk next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. That's Jack Farrell from Haskell's.